6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. He says he was just doing his job. Others say it was much more than that. I want to give you a little bit of background of what happened here. October 14th, 2006, Private Jess LaRochelle of the 1st Royal Canadian Regiment Group was manning an observation post when it was destroyed by an enemy rocket in Pajmal, Afghanistan. Although he was alone... He was severely injured and facing heavy enemy fire. He managed to fire off some nearby rocket launchers, forcing the Taliban that was attacking the crew that he was with. Two team members were killed. Three others were injured, but his actions allowed the rest of his team to defend their position and survive. Now, the private was awarded the Star of Military Valor for his actions. That is the second highest award for bravery um, that uh, a Canadian military member can receive. But now there's a campaign underway to have him awarded Canada's highest military honour, the Victoria Cross. Now, if successful, he would be the first Canadian since the Second World War to receive the honor. Former Canadian Chief of Defence Staff, retired General Rick Hillier, supports the move. He joins us this afternoon. General Hillier, welcome back to the show. All right, Jaylen, thanks very much. I'm glad to be here, especially for this subject. Yes, without a doubt. You know, you have been quoted as saying, I think if you look up Canadian hero in the dictionary, you see a picture of Jess LaRochelle right next to it. I really do believe that. General Hillier, there were, what, 16, uh, 16 uh, stars of military valor that were handed out uh, to those who served in Afghanistan. What is it about this story what about these actions that stand out to you for it to be upgraded to victoria cross well i mean i think actually everything about the actions stand out to me and i think the richness of the detail that we've come to know over this last several years and over this last several months and even over this last several days and a week about what occurred on the 14th of october 2006 and how incredibly valorous uh jessler show was and the fact that maybe, just maybe, uh, in the best intentions, with, with the best sort of motives, the star of military valor as a second highest award was not sufficient to recognize his valor that day in the presence of the enemy. Mm. And that maybe it should be at least relooked with a view to saying, is it correct or should it be upgraded to Victoria Cross? Those of us who are engaged in it very closely, we believe that it should be upgraded to the Victoria Cross and become Canada's first Victoria Cross. The Victoria Cross has run to date have been from the British Empire. Mm. And this is now Canada's Victoria Cross. We think Jess Larochelle uh, would be an absolutely deserving re- deserving recipient. And we just ask a relook of what occurred that day. So you were, you were part of the committee that awarded him the, the Star of Military Valor. Why not the Victoria Cross at, at that point? And, and what information has come to light over in the years past and, you know, even the months past that... that makes you believe that it's it's worthy of a victoria cross well i was not part of the committee that awarded him i was the chair of the canadian armed mm. forces honors and awards committee that recommended to our government mm. to the government honors and awards committee and therefore our governor general the commander-in-chief that, that jess larochelle be recognized with the star of military valor and, and we thought it appropriate at the time and we at the time had a citation with some details in it, which was very, in fact, as I look back on it, sterile. Mm. And and now, you know, we've got much more in the richness of that detail, and so maybe it is time to have a relook at it. And I also would say, Jay Lynn, 
that, you know, this was early 2006, and we as a nation, we as the Canadian Armed Forces, were very new to war, which is what we were fighting in Afghanistan. And just maybe, just maybe, we did not get a full appreciation of what had occurred that day from that very sterile citation. And also maybe just a little bit being so early in the fighting, we were kind of like the French uh, figure skating judge. You know, we were saving our scores for somebody to come. And, and, and I think we did that erroneously with Jess Lara Shell. It was with great intentions that we recognized him with the Star of Military Valor. Nobody's knocking that. We just think perhaps a relook right now. And, and the details, look, I spent three and a half hours with Jess on Friday, mm-hmm. and, and I just got an appreciation for this, uh, this son, this Canadian son that I love so much. He's absolutely incredible, understated, no bravado to him whatsoever. And he just talked through, you know, his life leading up to 14 October, what occurred. And I would say, like, number one, we didn't know how badly he was injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, the guy has got, he got blasted back against a hard uh, walled compound where he was in the observation post when the rocket propelled grenade exploded just underneath him. He had vertebrae in his neck broken, vertebrae in his back broken. He's in extreme pain. The frontal lobe of his brain has been damaged. We don't know that until much later which has led somewhat to the post-traumatic stress mm. disorder or brain uh, trauma, traumatic brain injury, and, of course, forgetfulness. He's bleeding from the ears mm. because he's been firing those rocket launchers without ear defenders on because he's still trying to discern where the enemy is. And this guy is discombobulated, it was as he described it, and yet he holds his position and he fights on. Secondly, uh, we know that he volunteered for that position. And, you know, we never put a soldier, unless there's absolutely no way around it, in an observation post or a defensive position position by themselves. In this case, because they were really under strength and they knew the attack was coming, the, the, the master corp who was running the section or section second in command said, look, I don't want to designate anybody to go up there. It can only be one person. That's all we can afford. Well, we need somebody. I don't want to designate anybody. Does anybody want to volunteer? And Jess put his arm up, volunteered, went up there, fought off the enemy. And not only did he do that, when his platoon commander showed up after the first part of the fight was over and said, hey, I'm going to replace you up here, Jess said to Lieutenant Corby, who was a hero himself that day, I think, said to Lieutenant Corby, look, don't put anybody else through this. I'm in the middle of it. I'm going through it. I'll stay. And he stayed, and then he got reinforced a little later that evening. So after all day up there fighting, he got reinforced that evening with one of his battle buddies and the platoon warrant officer, warrant officer Robbins, Robertson, and stayed there throughout the night until relieved the next day. So I think all that kind of detail mm-hmm. and the richness of it is coming through. The fact that he was on his machine gun was still cogent enough to save 100 rounds in case of a last-ditch attack to save two of those rocket launchers that he'd been shooting directly at the enemy, an enemy of about 40 Taliban fighters attacking that that uh, strong point center and directly targeting his observation post. I think all that detail has a richness to the citation, perhaps, that we didn't fully have or appreciate before. I think it should be considered. General Hillier, you, you talked to him on, on Friday, you said for about three and a half hours, and you found out more information. But what does what does Jess think about this this move, this push to have him awarded the Victoria Cross? Well, I think he's kind of a little bit disbelieving, and, and, and you know, he said, hey, if this will recognize the guys that actually fought on Strong Point Center that day and, and those who fought around thereafter, that would be a good thing. But he kind of chuckled. He said this way, you know, I, I chuckled myself because he said, look, I went into an observation post, and he said part of our tactics 
is that you never fight to the death in an observation post. You leave the observation post and you fall back to the main position. So he said, I actually thought I was in trouble. I thought I was going to be in, you know, caca. And, <laughs> and so here I am being recognized and being uh, recognized with the star of military valor and this discussion now occurring for something that I thought I was going to get in big trouble from. And it was kind of funny to look at him there and think, you know, this young boy, this, this son of Canada, was worried about getting in trouble for being a hero. And, and instead, here we are with the star of military valor. He was very, oh, my goodness, he's just kind of soft-spoken kind of guy. There's, like I say, there's no bravado in him whatsoever. Uh, he was just somebody who said, I'm going to do the job, and, you know, I'm going to make sure that I don't let my, and my goodness, and he was valorous in the doing of it. I think that deserves Victoria Cross. So I, I know, I think there's some time limits on, uh, you know, from when an action happens or from the, the actions happen to when the report goes in, that, the, that the, the medals can be awarded, and obviously it's years past now, so some things would have to change on that front. I know that there has been a, a letter sent, I think, to the Governor General's office asking for the case to be reviewed we know that there's a new cabinet a lot of change in the past three months well a lot of and some not <laughs> let's be real uh, but w where does it stand right now then well we we have written to the governor general who is the commander-in-chief and asked that she uh, have a review done of this action uh, and just have the review done is all we have. We're not saying, hey, award him a Victoria Cross. Let's do an honest review. Let's talk to some of the battle buddies that were there that day. Let's get that full detail, that richness, as I said earlier, and let's make our assessment there. Uh, I think that's certainly within her prerogative or purview to be able to to direct. Secondly, we've, uh, we have a petition going into the House of Commons. It's been signed by more than 3,000 people asking exactly the same thing. And I think we require now our political leaders, not politicians, because that's got a negative sort of connotation to it, but our political leaders in Canada who say, hey, we need to do what's right for Canada, recognize somebody who did such an incredible thing for our nation, and, and, and let's have a, a review of that citation. So I asked our political leaders to do that right now. And, and look, this is part of remembrance. This is part of learning. This is part of being inspired by Canadians to go and serve our country. And we want to inspire the next generation, just like Jeff LaRochelle inspired all of us. If people want to add their name to that petition, where, where can they do that? Go online on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, Valor in the Presence of the Enemy. Valor in the Presence of the Enemy. That's where we put all of our information, all of our detail. A picture of that young boy <laughs> who was doing a man's job on the, on the 14th of October, 2006. And... You know, uh, when I saw him on Friday, that's the first time since 2000 and uh, summer of 2007 since oh. I've seen him. And it was just like, oh, my goodness, my heart went pitter-patter. There was this incredible son of Canada, uh, still so soft-spoken. He was there with his mom. Mm -hmm. and, and, and many people don't know it, but Jess comes from a legacy of service to Canada. His grandfather served. His dad and his mom both served. His older brother served. And his mom said that when they moved to Germany in the late 80s, uh, she now had two small children. She had to take her release, and it was kind of one of the saddest things that she ever did because she loved being a soldier. She loved serving in uniform, and, you know, it was her big regret all of her life here, and, and here's Jess carrying, carrying on that legacy in a way that we can only imagine. Sir, before I let you go, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about November uh, 11th and, and what, what that day means for you. You know, something we as a nation have been carried on the backs of those men and women who served, many of whom paid the ultimate sacrifice, and whether that's way back in the, the other cent uh, centuries or World War One, World War Two, Korea, all the operations since, we can learn an incredible amount from them, and that's all part of remembrance. 
And when we remember, we, we, we remember and learn that, you know, these men and women went to war on our behalf uh, and, and they built teams and they knew that, you know, you can't win a Stanley Cup with just one player. You've got to have a team. And they knew the value of teams. And that's good for our nation to know. They knew and had the confidence to do when they came back to Canada to do anything. I mean, if you got through Passchendaele and the mud and the mm-hmm. terror of Passchendaele, you were confident you could do anything back here. And they knew the importance of your actions speaking for you and establishing your credibility on the international scene. And that's what they did that lead, led to us signing the Treaty of Versailles, becoming a founding member of the United Nations and NATO. Remembrance is part of learning from the past so that we don't repeat the mistakes and so that we can actually take the, the lessons learned and apply them to our democracy now. We've got 120,000 people in uniform, men and women, who, who paid that ultimate price serving yeah. us. The least we can do is take a few moments, a few hours on the 11th of November, and just remember them uh, in your own way, You know, offer up a little prayer for them or a thought from them and just make sure that their efforts don't go unnoticed ever. General Hillier, always enjoy our conversations. We'll continue to watch this. Looking forward to uh, the updates in the months ahead. Thank you. Kaylin, my pleasure. Thank you. Take care. General Rick Hillier joining us this afternoon.